0: Attention, nerds. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire The Riley and Kimmy Show.
1: The Riley and Kimmy Show The Riley and Kimmy Show Toys, movies, comics, and so much more The Riley and Kimmy Show And the more that you listen, the more that you'll know The Riley and Kimmy show The Riley
2: and Kimmy Show is out and about. We are mobile. We got into the Batmobile and we headed to Orlando, Florida to Gods and Monsters comic book store. I guess I should call it a pop culture store, right, Kimmy? Yes, I think so. All right, Kimmy. Can you believe what's going to be happening here tonight? They brought a cosplay model in and they're going to be doing something they call Drawn That Way. And they have some very gifted artists here who are going to draw that cosplayer.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see what they do.
2: Uh, neither can I. It's going to be a fun event. We hope to talk to a couple of the artists, and we'll do that here. And just uh, stick with us on this podcast, and we'll find out what's happening at Gods and Monsters on the night of Drawn That Way. The Riley and Kimmy Show on location at the place we are welcomed all the time, and that is Gods and Monsters in Orlando at the Artegon Marketplace. And I am out here with a ton of artists, and our first stop, our first table— is with Chris Butler. Hello, Chris. How's it going? It's going quite well. Now, I'm looking at some work that you're doing right now. Can you describe, for those who can't see here, using the theater of the mind, what you're working on right now?
0: Pretty much pretty much right now, it's kind of like, I don't know, like a Warcraft type of like outfit on a character. Right now, I'm testing out new markers. So I bought a whole bunch of new pens and a whole bunch of new markers. I'm just trying to test out little things and little textures to, to see what works out and what, what doesn't.
2: That is beautiful what you're working at. Now, you, I'm, I'm noticing here,
0: you don't, uh, or at least with this, you're not crafting with a blue pencil at first, right? No, no, no. No, I don't. Pretty much what I do is I start with a normal mechanical pencil that you would buy in, like, any grocery store. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then just sketch out lightly from there, and then just go over it with ink, and then go over marker.
2: Now, is that how you learned as a child or young person starting to draw was that way?
0: Pretty much, yeah. I watched a lot of cartoons when I was a kid, and that's and honestly, that's what got me started. I just would I would tape things on like television, and I would pause it and then try and draw it off of there.
2: You know who you remind me of instantly by saying that? Who? Who's that? One of the masters, Bruce Tim, because he watched the old uh, filmation cartoons and started copying those, and he said, "I can do better than that," and that's how he actually got his kick uh, into the industry.
0: Really? Yes. Well, he's one of my idols, so <laughs> I love Bruce Timm. So that, that, that's actually really cool. It's really inspiring. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that
2: is real cool. Now, is there a certain type of uh, art style that you are, you know, leaning towards or, or a method or something that you
0: use or even on a type of paper or something more so than another? I mostly do, like, cartoons and comic type work, um, so, dabbing a little pin up here and there. Um, most of them I use just basically like a car stock or a Bristol board, and I just use marker, like Copic markers or Mexi markers.
2: Now, I know for a fact you love
0: to sketch cosplayers. Is that true? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Cosplayers. It's amazing to sketch cosplayers because there's a lot of characters that you just, you know, you see them in comic form, but you don't see them in real life, and they like embody that. So to actually try to apply that to your artwork, it's awesome. It's a challenge on multiple levels because you're trying to get their likeness, but at the same time, you're drawing a character that you know what you would normally see flat on a comic book paper. So you're going
2: 3D to 2D where, you know, that might be, is, is that harder, converting that 3D
0: to 2D kind of thing? Is that what you're saying a little bit? Um, kind of. When I first started doing it, it, it was a pain, trust me. I mean, i trying to figure it out. You got to figure out how you do certain people's eyes, but uh-huh. you're drawing from real life. So that actually will make you be better as an artist, just due to the fact that just copying your favorite artist is cool, but drawing from real life, that's all around you, and it's always changing. And you can actually apply that to your artwork, and you'll turn out to be a lot better artist.
2: Now, talking about copying on an artists and stuff like that. Now, I am – I try to be an artist. Mm. I just – I have, you know, Neanderthal – art skills. You know, if you want to see something in a cave, I can do it, okay? But as a child, I tried to copy like Kurt Swan, who did uh, Superman, the classic Superman, George uh, Perez, also uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think here, uh, Neil Adams, okay, as an example. And it didn't work for me. You know, I tried, I tried. Who were some that maybe you as a child, you know, or maybe even still a little bit go, wow, that, that person's got it and, you know, they're an influence on you in some way.
0: The Person who got me into drawing comics is Jim Lee. Like oh, really? when X Men One came out, that was my first Marvel comic that I ever bought. Wow. And seeing that, I was like, "This is amazing!" And I went back and bought all his back issues of Uncanny X Men, and then just kept buying new issues of that. And that kind of just opened the door to me to a whole new world of art. Before I was just drawing cartoons and stuff like that, or Ninja Turtles or something like that. Okay. But when I got into comics, it was just a diff- game changer, okay. complete game changer.
2: Now, do you is the world? let's say from the next 10 years out is there a world for the comic book artist or does the comic book artist want to be I'm talking like for a child who's 10, 12 15 years old, do they need to look at going video oriented strong, you know, so they they are able to do animation and gaming and things like that, is that comic book world closing more and more and more for the future artist in your opinion
0: I don't think it's closing I think it's just more so evolving you still have to have the fundamentals on paper that it has to start there I mean, you're not going to have a computer when you're like two, (laughs) you know, but um, it starts from there. But you have to have digital skills. You have to learn how to do things, apply things in Photoshop and apply what you know on paper onto actual uh, digital world. Um, If you have both, I think you're just everything's just going to open up for you completely. But it's going to in 10 years. I can't even predict that from five years from now I know it's going to be more digital than like actual on paper right but still like I said you've got to have the fundamentals fundamentals if you don't it's I don't think it's just it's going to go downhill it's going to you're going to see it crash
2: okay um, I, I mean uh, 10 years are we talking holographic type drawings possible who knows what technology's going wow.
0: <laughs> right I now know. I mean you know you know you see what apples putting out every year I mean like exactly. who knows who knows what's going to happen <laughs> um you, I see it growing. I see, like, more like 3D rendering and things like that. You're seeing that now. Yeah. You know, like, 3D models, like, that stuff 10 years ago, who we would even thought, you know? Um, so... Yeah, honestly, in terms of a holographic type of complaint, who knows? It could possibly happen the way that they're going right now, the way technology is evolving. But at the end of the day, fundamentals. I stress that enough. It's got to happen.
2: I read a book a long time. Well, it wasn't that long ago, probably three, four, five years ago. It came out about uh, Charles Schultz, and it it was the biography about him called Schultz. And the biography was able to find where Schultz made comments where as a child, as a young adult, And as an adult, he drew every single day and he said that was the most important thing for an artist. Would you say that's probably true for artists to
0: be? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Most definitely. I draw pretty much every day and it doesn't have to be something elaborate or some just huge piece or like it could be a doodle, you know, but it's something to to keep you going. It's it's like just to keep your mind thinking and to keep like and you won't realize it that you are evolving when you're doing that. And a lot of guys don't do that. They just are like, oh, well, I drew for a little while and then they stopped. Everyone's like, no, if you doodle a little bit, you're evolving, you know, mm. even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes, you know, you're doing something that you didn't do yesterday. Right. And right. That, and that's that's what art is, you know, it's evolving. It's and putting that and capturing it on paper, or, you know, or pastels or anything, whatever, you know, it's just capturing it and you just got to stick with it. That's the thing.
2: It's, yeah. it's probably like baseball, like playing tennis. You got to keep practicing. You got to keep at or music. You know the exactly. piano, same thing.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's an art form, you know. And so, yeah, you just got to keep practicing. That's how you get better, you know. If you give up, there's so many people I've seen with talent, just amazing talent, and they do nothing with it because they just like, yeah, I just gave up. I just, I did that. And I know real life kicks in sometimes, and right. you, you know, you know, kids, whatever job, work, school. But like I said, 10, 15 minutes a day. It's like going to the gym you know but you're doing it on paper <laughs>
2: exactly. I get that I get that that's pretty yeah. cool yeah before I let you go a couple more questions who out of all the art you know because people will walk up to you I'm sure and ask for a sketch right when when you do appearances and stuff right yes oh yes yeah. okay who's the difficult character to capture in a sketch for somebody when they come up I don't want them to do this to you I'm just kinda curious what's when you go
0: uh oh <laughs> this one might take a little bit honestly Spider-Man Spider-Man, the webbing on him Oh my god, you have to, it's perfect Like it's an actual pattern, but you just have to remember That pattern, you know And and just because he does so many different Poses and like that, you have to know your anatomy If you don't, he's gonna look Really weird (laughs) You know, so that's He's probably the hardest one, I mean I can do it But it's something that I gotta, okay, I need to plan this out Very carefully before I actually put ink to this
2: who does Chris, what's your favorite? If somebody comes up to you and says, blah, what is a favorite one that just make, makes you come alive?
0: Um, I love drawing Wolverine. He's easy for me. Like I actually do warm-up sketches with Wolverine. And what actually taught me how to draw the comic form are Ninja Turtles. Get out of here. Yeah. Ninja Turtles were the first comic book I ever bought. And I've just learned complete anatomy and everything from them. Now, are we talking way back to
2: the black and white versions of the, uh, of the Turtles? I mean, are you... Are you that
0: hardcore here? I started on the... And when the cartoon series came out, it was like 1988 is when they actually... The Archie first issue came out. I think it was like June. Okay. And wow. then I went back and bought all the black and white issues. Oh, you, you <laughs> are a freak. <laughs> I like you. Yeah, the black and white... That, those are game changers because I had never seen like an underground comic before. Wow. or anything, Especially a comic book in black and white. And I was like, this is the most amazing stuff I've ever seen. And that opened my world. And that's actually what got me into Marvel. You know, in terms yeah. of like reading X-Men and things like that. Because... X-Men are mutants. Turtles are mutants. You know, it goes hand in hand.
2: Cool. (laughs) I I like you.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, I like you, too. I appreciate this.
2: Now, I'm going to let you get back to uh, your sketching and what's going to be happening here at Gods and Monsters. But you are going to be appearing at a certain, well, kind of, well, big convention. Where are you going to be
0: at in the very near future? In a couple of weeks, I'll be at DragonCon in Atlanta. It's my first year as a guest. And I'm excited and scared at the same time. But I've been as a, you know, as a customer or just as a fan for like 10 years. So it's going to be weird to be on the other side of the table for once. But I am looking forward to it. Wow! All you're going to be there the whole duration, right? Oh, oh yes, I'll be there all weekend, drawing the whole time, right? For the most part, yeah. I'm going to have some fun here and there. You can't. Yeah. That's not allowed.
2: You can't do. That. No panels for you. <laughs> no cosplay pictures or anything like that. No, no, no. You have to behave. <laughs> Chris it's been a pleasure I hope you can come back on the Riley and Kimmy show you have an open invitation anytime oh, thanks so much thanks for having me it has been a fun evening at Gods and Monsters in Orlando. It has been a drawing contest, I guess would be the way to call it. Was it a contest? No, cool. just, uh, just to get together. Like, technically a drink and draw. Okay, I know like piano, you know, people who play piano, they have the piano
3: cuts and things going on where everybody plays against each other. Was that what was going on here? Um, not really. It's more of a, just a, a fun get together. Uh, we had a cosplay model and just really just working your skills out and seeing what, what the guy next to you is doing and uh, stealing a couple ideas and uh, showing what you got. You know, It's always a great time just to get out in public and draw because being a comic artist is really solitary sometimes.
2: Well, who I'm talking to right now, I should have introduced him, is cool as heck a comic book artist, illustrator, and I just consider a
3: decent guy and a very good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. Is this your first time at Gods and Monsters? Um, Actually, it's my second time. I I stopped real quickly um, a couple weeks ago. I didn't really have a chance because I was in the process of getting uh, one of my siblings at the airport. So I just stopped in said, checked it out. But today was really the first time I spent any real time. It's a great shop to begin with in the front, but in the back, they have a great experience. It's really uh, a nice, like a... uh, Geek speakeasy is probably a good way to determine. it. Very good. I, that's a, a really good way to put it. It's, uh, it's, it's fun for
2: just about, there's something for everybody, all ages here. Uh, example, we're recording this part at midnight or a little bit after midnight. The place stays open late till 1 o'clock in the yeah. morning on Friday nights and Saturday nights. So it's, a, it's an experience that goes on and, and something to find for everyone here as we said. And, Cool, you have traveled all over the country. You do, uh, like, Wizard World shows and things like that, other conventions across the country, and you visit comic book shops. What stands out about Gods and Monsters compared to all the other comic book shops you've been at?
3: Um, First of all, as always, Comic Shop, you judge it by the uh, inventory. It's amazing. But what's really amazing here is the theming. You walk in, and it looks like the actual registers are, uh, like you're coming out of the pill dispensary of Arkham, and then behind the counters is actually each cell for your the famous Arkham uh, Villains. Uh, there's one with Ivy escaping, and uh, a little bit of uh, Killer Croc. It's, it's, it's amazing, just the, the theming alone here. And in the back of the shop is a nice little, uh, little pub area. A little, like I said, a little speakeasy, like hidden behind the rest of it. And it's just a great experience. And, uh, Todd and his partners created here. Yes, and, and what he's talking about, the
2: little speakeasy area, it's also a place you can play board games and and have the games and tons of things. So it's a place of a person who's a gamer, you have a place to call home, and that is Gods and Monsters. Now, you, this event, as we are recording this, it's all concluded, but cool as heck is going to be out and about in central florida i believe your next event if i'm not mistaken
3: is infinity con at the end of august you're going to be here in orlando florida right yeah i'm I'm coming up uh from orlando more towards the treasure coast located which is a good central area to be uh hitting all the great events here is um coming up for the one day show treasure coast uh not treasure coast but uh, infinity con from the treasure coast that's where i am I'm um, coming up on the uh, 28th, I believe, whatever that's set, 28th or 29th, whatever that Saturday is. 29th, I think. Um, so I'm coming up for that that one day event. And then coming up after that is uh, another great uh, at the Space Coast out in Canaveral, Space Coast Con. It's a two day show. And I did uh, a limited edition cover there for their program and also a limited edition print I'm selling there too. So it's some great stuff I got coming up. That is fantastic. Now, speaking real quick of InfinityCon, a good friend of the Riley and Kimmy show will be there, That's the artist John Beatty, okay? Oh, man, I, it's such amazing stuff. He's always, um, I, I, you know, his run he did on uh, Secret Wars with Mike Zeck, some amazing stuff, and I, I'm, 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 first time I'll be able to meet him as well, so I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe picking his mind on some inking techniques myself. Well, we'll get
2: you in good with Mr. Beatty. All you do is walk up to his table. When you get a chance, okay, and if you get a moment and say, hey, John, I was on the Riley and Kimmy show. They rolled tape on me. Okay, all right. I got that, I got that right. I'm ready for it. I'm okay. ready for it. Because John is, well, you know, he's one of these
3: older guys that's trapped in the non-digital age. He loves rolling tape. Hey man, you um, I'm good. I'm good for that too. I, I've said some stuff that are outlandish too. I, I still call the police the fuzz, so I definitely, <laughs> you definitely know what I'm talking about.
2: So you two are going to get along quite well. And by the way, I am kidding him there. But John is an excellent guy. And if anyone has a chance in Orlando to check out John Beatty, he will be at InfinityCon. That's August 29th in Orlando, we, and. Also, let's see, Cool as Heck will be there. And then September 12th and 13th, that's a Saturday and Sunday, please stop on by Space Coast Con. will be there at Cape Canaveral with Cool as Heck. We've been invited there as guests, and a big thank you to Space Coast Con for that. And if I'm not mistaken, if we can
3: promote just a little bit further out, I think you are doing something with Wizard World in Florida? Yes, I'll be doing uh, Fort Lauderdale coming up in the beginning of October. And uh, what's great, too, is uh, when I do the cons, I'll be doing it at Space Coast, and I'll also be doing it at any Wizard Worlds I'm attending this year. Is I do a nice hour panel about creating uh, your own independent comics. For, it's called "From Thumbs to Print," or starting it and getting your own professional independent comic out there. So, so um, it's always great. I'll be doing that at Space Coast Con and also in Fort Lauderdale. So, stop by and um, and if you attend those promos, I usually give a nice limited edition signed and numbered uh, um, free print if you come and see those those uh, little panels I have. Okay, cool. One quick question about the independent. Uh Publication. Okay,
2: what's the one pitfall, the one mistake, the one holdback besides not you know doing the project, not finishing the art? What is the major thing
3: that holds somebody from making that dream come true? Is being scared. You you gotta you gotta take the chances. You gotta take step out on that wire and you gotta do it because what's happening is you get out there, you get to talk to people, you have a product, so just do it. Is, and the second thing after that is do it again because once you get it out there you get somebody hooked you want to give it to them again and again and again and build up build up not only a fan base but a friendship with a lot of the people out there and you know going across the country um, just the next couple months I'll be in uh, Orlando, Canaveral, Fort Lauderdale, Austin, Des Moines, uh, New Orleans, uh, Minneapolis so I'll be doing a lot of shows coming up and just really just getting, uh, getting your name out there and just work, doing the work.
2: Okay, I think that sounds great. And I know you'll have more at your panels coming up. We have a link to your website for your material, for your uh, you know, your comic books and other things that you have. And you can catch that right at RileyAndKimmy.com. Cool, you have an open invitation to our
3: show anytime. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much. You may regret that, but thank you. I do, I do appreciate it. It's always a pleasure seeing you guys. And uh, Kimmy, thank you for just keeping, uh, keeping quiet, keeping it down. While well, we're over here uh, being a ruckus. But it's always a pleasure seeing Kimmy, and then occasionally it's nice to see you. Well, I guess you and I—well, thank you. I guess you and I are just doing
2: some nerd talk. That's, and, and that's it. She just, she's just going to let the guys do the little nerd talk thing, you know, and
3: that's it. That might have been a smi- smarter thing to do. I probably should have done the same thing. Hey, thank you. <laughs> that's cool as heck here at Gods and Monsters in Orlando.
2: At Gods and Monsters, I have to be able to find a nerd, a geek— a freak and I found all three. That's right. I, I was on that quest and I found all three and actually a very good friend to the Riley and Kimmy show. It's Megan. Hello Megan. Hello. Now Megan, is this your first time at Gods and Monsters in Orlando?
1: Yep. My mind was blown. Okay, I was going to ask you, you know, what do you think of
2: this comic book store? I actually call it a pop culture experience.
1: Um, it's a pop culture orgasm in your, for your eyes and your mouth and everything else. When you come in here, it's amazing. Now,
2: would you recommend Gods and Monsters?
1: Yes, to anyone and everyone. I bring my friend Gabby with me. Now,
2: <laughs> Gabby is a performer, right, at uh, Universal now?
1: Um, She's yeah, she's getting a job at Halloween Hornet. So I don't know what to expect yet. So she hasn't she's not allowed to say anything. So but we will see her sometime.
2: So she's under top secret kind of stuff.
1: She's like too legit to quit top secret. Whoa. Mm -hmm.
2: Now, what's one thing that stands out here at Gods and Monsters that, you know, for those who have never seen the store yet?
1: Well, there's a lot. But however, I'm standing under Pyramid's head right now. And there's a Freddy Krueger claw. And then to my left There's the Davy Jones chest from Pirates of the Caribbean, Um, and then there's also a lovely bar here, and then uh, they have an awesome drawing, like, cosplay girl there, and she's, I don't know what she is, but she's awesome looking, and you can draw her.
2: There's so many things that go on here. There's a
1: lot happening right now.
2: And there's events all the time at Gods and Monsters. You heard from Megan. She's recommended it. She says at least check it out, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Check it out. You won't be disappointed. That's for sure.
2: Now, Megan, can I ask you one quick question before I let you get back into the nerdum? Okay. Yep. Will you sing something for the Riley and Kimmy show?
1: No, I will not. Oh, jeez.
2: All right. Well, Megan is a happy nerd. She's at Gods and Monsters. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Matter of fact, Megan, the door is always open. The microphone is always hot for you. Yes.
1: Yes. I love the mic. Oh, I mean, I just love you guys, so that's why. I do this mic for you guys. <laughs> I'm here for you guys, for your entertainment. Come see me at Outback Steakhouse in Sanford.
2: Well, she just plugged where she uh, hangs out and entertains people, and actually, she's uh, an excellent server, our favorite server at Outback, and that's at, uh, let's see, the Sanford location, yeah, right?
1: Sanford location, for sure. Sanford. Okay. okay. All right, right. I, I,
2: you're not leaving, right, Sanford? No. Oh, all right. She, she's there. Either. So check out Megan. Say hi. Ask for her when you go to maybe Outback at Sanford. We'll give them a quick plug. Thank you for being part of the Riley and Kimmy show, Megan.
1: Thank you for having me.
2: Now, Kimmy, I don't want to uh, taint you or your opinion in any way, you know, manipulate it. What did you think of the event drawn that way here at Gods End Monsters in Orlando, Florida?
1: It was very unique and it was really cool. It was
2: fantastic, and by the way, it was really cool because we met cool as heck our friend here, the artist at this event at Gods and Monsters.
1: Yes, I didn't mean to make that a uh, pun there, but yes.
2: See that was fun, and what what about the artist, now I know you walked around the table before they actually collected their art, and what did you think of what you saw?
1: Oh, I was amazed. It was (laughs) really impressive.
2: Very hard to say who was better than anybody. I mean, I don't even want to do that. Uh, Something that stands out in my mind is the work by Cool, of course, and also by Chris Butler. Fantastic work.
1: That was excellent. It was amazing.
2: Now, Gods and Monsters is a place to hang out, nerds to come out uh, to, and you saw some nerds here tonight, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, We saw Megan and her friends.
2: Gabby was one of them.
1: Gabby and Rita. Yes,
2: and Rita and plenty of others. This is a fun place to come to. It's open late on the weekends. And if you'd like to find out more about Gods and Monsters, go right to our website, which is what, Kimmy?
1: RileyandKimmy.com
0: Go away and, uh, and read a book or whatever it is you like to do. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts.